Amen. Well, welcome to the Power Talk podcast by Pastor, featuring hey. Pastor Paul Chicago. Hey, I've never been here before. <laughs> you look new. <laughs> I look new. <laughs> and Reverend Matthew DeLeon. How you doing, Pastor? Doing good, man. Good. Well, today's topic is, is of course, I love our topics. I do, too. I think we have 143 podcasts That's now. That's amazing. It's crazy, right? It's amazing. It is amazing. But today, Pastor, this one's called Exploding Topics. Hey. Exploding Topics. People are looking to Google for answers. Oh, boy. Can you that? They're not going to a parent. They're not going to someone wise. They're going to Google, Pastor. Yeah, they're they're not going to a church. They're not going to a counselor. They're not going to the Word, the Bible. They're, yes, sir. It's true. Now they're asking AI, artificial intelligence, for, a, for their answers. and Yeah. And usually people that think like they do who have the same problems they do are the ones that they do go to. It is interesting. So they're going to a computer for answers, something, uh-huh. something that's lifeless if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, because... If, if it gives the answer that I don't like, in reality, it's non-offensive to me because of the fact that I know that it, I can chalk it up as, well, it's just a computer yeah. and it doesn't know anything. Yeah. Also, too, people come, people like options. Right, Pastor? Yeah. In, in the Word of God, there is no options. That's it. You get to, you get to accept it. That's it. Or reject it. That's exactly when right. When it comes to marriage, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to health, yeah. when it comes to your overall being, the answers are 100% accurate in the Bible. That's right. God doesn't lie. That's right. God doesn't waver. That's right. But people aren't going to the Bible like you're saying. That's it. People, I mean, last week's podcast, we talked about what the what the top Google questions were referred to in the Bible. This one, there's more questions in this realm as far as the millions of billions. Yeah. So people aren't like to the point. People aren't going to the church. Yeah, they're going to Google. They're going to Google, and uh, the reason you know we just live in a world that they don't. They're not really seeking truth. Right. They're seeking somebody to tickle their itching ear, like the Bible says. Okay. And and so by tickling their itching ear, basically what the scripture is saying when it's conveying that is that um, we 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 have a certain preconceived notion of what we believe is right yes sir and we're looking for those people's devout people to validate that exactly and uh that's good that's, that's going good. to happen at second timothy chapter three that it says it would happen in these last days yeah and yeah. so they'll they'll actually look for teachers and according to the actual passage wow. yes. they'll look for a teacher to tickle their itching ear wow this is why a lot of people don't look for pastors they look for teachers now, what's the difference, Pastor? That's a good. That's a good saying there. Because a pastor has to shepherd. That means he sometimes has to discipline the sheep. Mm. Uh, that means he has to constantly share with them the truth yes. in order to, to keep them in the in the right place to feed the right on the right food. Okay. A teacher isn't feeding you. A teacher, a teacher is just simply sharing with you what he believes yes, sir. or what he thinks he knows. Yes, sir. And then you can kind of do with it as you want. You can digest it as you want. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, there's teachers that believe all different things mm-hmm. but there's also a greater responsibility on their head though like in the shepherd does it mm-hmm. it's funny psalms 23 says that the sheep or the shepherds uh the shepherd leads the sheep yeah the shepherd leads the sheep the teacher is not leading he's just teaching he's teaching he's giving what he has learned based off of what he perceives to be the right the right the, the truth or the right answer mm-hmm. and sometimes he doesn't because if he doesn't perceive right yeah. according to proverbs yeah. chapter one verses one uh, one through three mm-hmm. you know it says with, with all your perception 
get understanding. Yes. In other words, so perception is based off of the way you see things. Right. So if you don't see it for what it is, you'll never gain the right understanding. Exactly. You'll stay confused. You'll stay confused. And so what we have is we have lots of teachers that are confused. Mm -hmm. They sure do eloquently. Yes share their position, sure but it's still a position of confusion. So you're basically saying AI has become a teacher. It's become a teacher. Exactly. And that's scary. That's a scary thought. It is scary because I will say sometimes AI will have better answers than mm. the person who you get your information from. But mm. then there's the flip side of that coin mm -hmm. that they don't always have the right answer because right. of the fact that they lack the emotion and understanding the spiritual aptitude. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. you can't trust it. Does that kind of set up the mark? As far as it's the funny you say it because I was actually just thinking that. Okay. So it says, it talks about the fourth beast, you know, in one passage of scripture in Revelations. Yeah. And the fourth beast is talking about the image, or the, the other beast, the third beast, or fourth, no, I forget. Okay. Anyway, it's talking about the image of the beast. Image of the beast. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. Yes, so the yes. image of the beast, according to scripture, is going to be able to talk. And in fact, let me see if I can find yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's, it's really interesting how um you know gosh it figures there's only a hundred scriptures in the revelations on it um now the beast and i believe it was in chapter 13 mm -hmm. um i'm gonna read that out of 13. revelations 13 you're saying yeah i believe it was 13 he was given a mouth okay yeah and it says so who they who worship the dragon who gave authority to the beast so the dragon gave authority to the beast mm -hmm. and they worshiped the beast saying who is like the beast who is able to make war with him mm -hmm. and he was able he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and he was given authority to continue for 42 months mm -hmm. then he opened his mouth in a blasphemy and against the lord so the we know that the it's in fact in verse 14 and it says and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which it was granted to him to do in the sight of the beast telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image mm -hmm. so it's an idol mm -hmm. an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed Interesting. So we're talking, and this is where we get the mark from. So we know that the mark based off of this is probably something that will be placed on a person's body. We know mm -hmm. the hand, mm -hmm. head or the head mm -hmm. or the forehand. Mm -hmm. And we know that this beast image is going to speak. But how is it going to speak eloquently? Right. Well, we now have this AI. Right that is able to generate its own conversation and speak intelligently and respond back to you with intelligent reasoning. Mm -hmm. And as far as we know, these yeah. AI programs that have been developed are actually growing and learning. They're always evolving, right? They're, They're always evolving. And from what I hear, they say that within the next potentially four to five years, AI will be equal to that of the human mind. And so with all this research going on, just Google being and all the just the search engines and people are looking for answers. Mm -hmm. And by the way, it's it's obviously obviously noticeable, by the way, yeah. with all the billions of answers going into this. Yeah. These questions be fed into this AI. Yes, this this the image, beast, uh, this image, image of this beast, which is be some sort of type of idol that will actually speak and talk according to scripture. I believe that it'll have AI. It's a good possibility. Well, I say I believe I don't know for a fact. Uh, I believe that it could be very yeah. much AI, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. um, and it says, even let him who has wisdom understand, but calculate the number of the beast. Mm -hmm. 
For the number, for it is a number of man, he is number is 666. Mm. So you gotta understand, calculate the number of the beast. Well, we know that all computers are generated by number. And so somehow it's connected to man. Interesting. So we see that this thing is connected to man because the number is 666, mm. but at the same time, it's a calculation that's equated with the beast. Mm -hmm. So this number is equated with the beast. Yeah and with man well what is where did man usually go to get their answers mm -hmm. almost inevitably with google yeah yes sir. you know we yes, go sir. we go to online searches yes, sir. well now we have ai that can give us the answers without having to even do a search because even when you go to google it's a search yeah. You may not even find the exact answer. You know how many times I've Googled yes. and I'll type in different word searches to try to find the exact answer and I can't yeah. find it yeah. Yeah. because yeah. even searches have limitations. Right. But AI is proving to have no limitation. Because AI is based on input. It's based on input that's already there and it's based on its own search that it yes. can gather information. Yeah. But it doesn't give you the actual search that it's found. Mm -hmm. It's giving you the information from the search. Mm. which is different that's good clarity because a lot that's of times clarity. when we go do a search we're just finding out the the place to go find the information right so if you said man i want to find uh i want to find uh knives for hunting mm -hmm. well it'll give you 20 different places that you can go look into right so it didn't give you the information it gave you the other options for searching mm. From to searching? find the information Okay, okay. Okay, so yeah, it might give yeah. you knives.com, yeah. like, but it didn't tell you about knives. It just gave you knives.com. Right. So you, now you have to go into knives.com and search knife. many different things right. to search for different knives uh, to find the information on the knives you're looking for. But right. the AI now, mm -hmm. it not only is it searching and mm -hmm. will do searches, it'll give you the information that you're looking for within the search. Mm. It'll tell you about the knife. It'll tell you the different types of knives. It'll tell you where is it, what, what, what's the what's the best kind of metal for knife. It'll right. tell you all the information you want, all in one AI you know uh, search. Is this leading to the end times? Yes, it is. I mean, the way you're saying, what you're reading, you're you're 13 chapters into the Book of Revelations in, in that quote right there you gave mm -hmm. of the scripture. That's pretty far into, Pastor, the end times. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're talking here at this point. It's the second three and a half. Year. It's it's in the, tribulation. It's it's in the tribulation, but at the right at near the the, the middle of it when this AI shows up wow. and people start taking the mark. People are seeking, Pastor. Mm -hmm. People are seeking, but they're looking in the wrong things. Yeah, most of the time people most of the time people do. Is it is it done? Uh, intentionally, do you think people uh, looking at the wrong? I think at first it was. I think it's. I think at first it starts. You know, it's like anything. Things evolve or morph into something. Yeah. I think people didn't originally, originally go into this thinking that this is what it would do. Mm -hmm. But it's like anything. If it's dangerous from the beginning, it gets more dangerous as we go. Is that? It's, it's kind of like. Uh, it, it. You know. I mean. Come on. Look at. Look at the advent of the airplane. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody yeah. invented the airplane thinking, hey, we're going to make a build an airplane so we can go to war. Right. That's no, you built true. an airplane so that way you could learn to travel through the sky. Exactly. A different, a different transportation. Right. It's just a different mode of transportation. Well, it developed into now it's used a for weapon. war. It's a weapon. Now it's it, it means uh, sending information, yeah, 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 using yeah. it for this cargo, I mean, things of that nature. So this is good. 
Yeah. I mean, Google was meant, it was created many years ago, many decades ago. Right. I'm sorry, the internet, referring right. to the internet. Mm-hmm. But now it's used as a weapon. It can be it's used you as, can a, use as a weapon. Right. Yeah, originally it was just simply to help you find what you're searching for easier. Now it's providing more than that. Now it, 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 you can delve into ugly, d- evil things. Wow. And, you know, it's it's just it's changed everything. And what hasn't changed is the word pastor. Yeah. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's yeah. our God. This is yeah. our God. Yeah. You know. No, oh, exactly. Yeah. And so you know, it's like anything. Many things start off good. Yeah. You know, it. Many things a lot of times start off good, but it, over time they end up being often unhealthy yeah. or. Or perverted, so to speak, or, mm-hmm. or misused, yeah. abused, yeah, things like that. I could talk about some of the topics. That yeah, are, let's that are do that. One. The first one is: What are the five love languages? You know, I don't know if we know the what they are, but we could talk about the reasons people are looking for love. We could talk about like why they're yeah. looking for something like that. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, we know that there are different kinds of love languages. Some people speak like the food is a love language or, doing good deeds. They, they say is a good love, you know, is a love language. Yeah. Um, but I, I just find it interesting that that is one of the most, our second top as far as looking for, is this it? This is the one. Right. What, what is the five love languages? Right. Well, the five love languages are the words of affirmation. Okay. Uh, the second one is acts of service. Yes. Number and that's means showing love by performing helpful tasks. Okay. Uh, receiving gifts, in other words, giving and receiving tangible symbols of love, such as thoughtful presence, yeah. things like that, meaningful gestures, okay. um, quality time, in other words, spending oh. undivided attention in meaningful moments with that person, mm-hmm. and then physical touch, demonstrating affection through physical touch. Yeah. You know, holding hands, kissing, things of that nature, or intimate stuff. Sentiment. I think it's interesting that again, this is the top. This is the second most googled question. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know why it would be the I second know, most to be right? honest with you, but right? but again, you know, a lot of people, whether they want to admit it or not, are more interested in relationship of some sort. Yeah, and so I could see why they would type that in and then probably come up with that answer. Yeah, you're right. They're missing this. They're missing this. And the truth is, is most people that probably type in the love, looking for love language yes, sir. are probably looking more for different types of intimate love, not acts of kindness type right. love, not right. not receiving gifts or words of affirmation. Right. They're wondering, you know, when it comes to uh, dating, uh, potentially trying to find a mate, yes. what kind of languages there are. And they're finding that, well, the true five love languages are this. Right. And that's now, a good point. Yeah. The love language of a person now, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Again, it's just one of those things that it's like, that's just interesting. Yeah. That's just, again, that's the second most Googled question. Yeah. And I mean, you got to be careful with that. And let me tell you, it was uh, it was Gary Chapman that originally wrote the book on you know the five love languages. I remembered it oh, in the early days. Nice, nice. And um, you know, uh, it's like anything. It's good stuff. It was yeah. good, healthy stuff. It's yeah. it helps you give you an idea. But it's like anything. You got to be careful. Is that is that you don't use that language to say that's what you owe me. 
it's oh, to get, it's to help it's so that well you could learn how to give it to others it's always giving it's giving it's always giving so yeah. if it's if it's the words if it's actions if it's gift if it's time if it's a touch it's always giving it should be you giving out i like that you learning to give out not what you think you should receive i like that yeah because like a lot that. of times people look into these things because they were looking because well my spouse never loves me mm-hmm. and so they type up the different types of love that they think that they should deserve you're right. So it's like almost like a weapon against them. Weapon against hey, them. You're not giving me words. Yeah. They're giving me actions, you gifts, never, time, touch. You never hold yeah. my hand. Yeah. And you're right. They could also use I'm giving you all this, but you're giving me none of that. Right. And in reality, you should use it as a tool to learn what you can be, do better to be better at. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. The other one, Pastor, believe it or not, this is like the top five. Why do women kill? Can you believe that? Well, look at the dogs they're married to. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, why do women kill? That's a good question. That's high. By by the way, you've seen some of the, you know, some of the news articles. It's really high right now. Women, husbands and their own children, pastor. You know, I don't really have an answer for that one, except on the biblical level, I do. Go ahead. But not on the natural level, what's causing, or I, I would say that one... Just on the natural level, based off of what I do see, there, there's so much division and divisiveness going on in our world, is that everybody is completely, now this is where it becomes, uh, becomes biblical, mm-hmm. is that anger is equated to murder, murder in scripture. It says, you know, because, why is that? Because when you get to the point where you're so angry, yeah. just so fuming, it's called rage, mm. that You'd be surprised how many people will go into fits of rage and they murder because they're angry at what happened into their past. They're angry with what's happening in yeah. their life. Yeah. They're angry that something happened that was devastating to them. They're angry. And so angry, if they're not, if it's not controlled, turns into murder. Mm. And so why is it specifically women are now murdering more? Yeah. I would say that it's just simply because everybody's becoming more angry. Mm. Everybody's becoming more angry so it's in not some just, way or another, but there's multiple reasons. So it's not just women alone. It's everybody. No, it's everybody. It's just that the stats for women, I'm sure, is all. Is yeah, and I'm sure it's gotten higher since. It's just gone higher. And so why are those stats increasing on women? I can tell you at the very bare root of it it's still anger mm. there's a deep anger which means it started from a hurt rejection a rejection something that dev- that was devastating that caused it that just turned and morphed into anger that's why it says be angry and sin not because you can allow it to go too far let's go a little deeper on that one pastor yeah. there might be a woman listening who is angry right now yeah. who can use some encouragement yeah what would you say to her right now i, I would say look it, it, make sure that you just go into the Lord mm-hmm. and have him answer the question that you need answered. What is that answer? You're saying, well, you may be saying, well, I don't know, really know what it is. Um, okay, maybe you don't. But if you're being honest with yourself, just be honest and say, Lord, I am angry mm-hmm. at so-and-so what they did yeah. to me. Yeah. I am so, because very few people are just angry to be angry. Right. No, most people have, have so, they, they, there's usually a deep reason, even yes. if we forget. Yes. It's a great way to do some soul searching if you don't know. And if yes. you do know, be honest with the Lord. Yeah. Say, I am angry, Lord. I didn't feel like you protected me from mm. what? So-and-so touched me when I was a child. 
so and so abused me physically and sexually when I was a, it, back a couple of years yeah. ago. I was taken advantage of, and I should have got the job that somebody else got. You know, mm. we can go. Why did I lose everything I have? Right. What you do is sometimes just being honest before God, and then letting Him bring that comfort back. That's it good. will soothe you. Because you'd be surprised how many times, a lot of times, we are the own saboteur of our mm. own success, of our own. And we're the ones that created those problems, not realizing sometimes we did. Right. And we're angry at everything else and everybody else, but not mm. looking within ourselves to say, maybe I did it. Mm. And, you know, or maybe that situation I had no control of. You know, a lot of times we get angry because we didn't have control over a situation. Right, right. I know so many people, they've lost their child. Maybe at birth, or maybe their baby got, you know, died in a car wreck, or mm -hmm. or some sort of debilitating disease. Yeah, father dies of cancer. You know, just yeah. things you out of control. Somebody you love that right. you adored, right? And they go crazy, and they mm -hmm. go crazy, and basically they just create so much resentment and hurt and anger begins to build up. Yeah, you've got to go to God and say, God, help me to release this. There you go. The unresolved issues of yeah. life, right? Okay. You got to resolve them. Yeah. Because if you don't, it's going to get ugly, and you're going to hurt somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 good, Pastor. Thank you yeah. for shedding light on yes. that, Pastor. That's really good. Another one. It's it's weird to go from that one so so you know so touching. Yeah. This one is. Donald Trump, can we trust him? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, look, I, personalities play a lot mm -hmm. when you're talking about politicians and leaders. You know, and just depend on what you... I have to look at sometimes, this is one of the few times, let me just say this about Donald Trump. And this really isn't for or against, mm -hmm. but just, just an evaluation that I've made of my own. And I don't mind telling everybody who I'll, I'll vote for. Mm -hmm. But this is not what this is about at the moment. Yeah. It's an evaluation. Everything I do is based on a lot of times character. Okay, I, I look at a lot of people and I base my base off how, how I judge them. A lot of times based on their character. They have good character. Mm -hmm. You know, are they kind? Are they nice? Mm -hmm. Are they are they gentle? You know, are they humble? Or uh, yeah. th those kind of character virtues that are so important in society. Mm -hmm. But then there's the other flip side of that coin where their values are important. Okay, so their values. Mm -hmm. Do they believe in hard work? Are they willing to to die for you? Yeah. You know, some people say that's a character. No, it's a value. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's something you're willing to sacrifice for the good of others. Mm -hmm. Character, a lot of times, is just you personally, right, right. how you treat, uh, right. how you are in right. the world, how you act and carry your personal, right. your demeanor. Right. Well, Donald Trump is one of those individuals that a lot of people don't trust him because they don't like his character. You know, he's 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 a little bit narcissistic. Mm -hmm. He's very uh, brash about what he believes and what he says when he shares it. Yeah. Um, he says it in a way that a lot of times it could have been said better. Mm -hmm. um, he's not the most humble guy in the world. Right. Uh, and he's extremely confident. So that overshadows any humility that he might have. And so my point is that's his character. Right. But sometimes those are character flaws. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, as far as his values, I believe he loves our country. Yeah. I believe he cares about the church. He's one of the first presidents that I've heard in over 30-something years that cared about the church. And those are good traits, right? Yeah, those are good traits. Those are good values to hold. I believe that he's willing to protect our country at all costs, even if it makes other people mad. I believe mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. you know... Uh, so you have to say, okay, is this one of those few times that character and values, they may not look similar, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I've got to choose one or the other? Right. Well, I'm going to choose values yeah. because at the end of the day, he has a lot of the conservative values that I believe in. Right. 
His character now, personally, I couldn't act the way he does. Right. I can't talk the way he talks. Mm -hmm. I can't think the way he thinks about himself. My God wants me to take a different approach. So character and values sometimes don't go hand in hand. So mm -hmm. can you trust him? Well, it depends. Did you like the economy the way it was when he was with us? I did. Did you like the fact that jihad... Mm -hmm. Kim Jong-un, China was put in check. check We've seen money come back into our system. We've seen prosperity. Mm -hmm. We've seen mm -hmm. people working. Mm -hmm. We've seen him protecting the church. Yeah. We've seen him asking Christian right. advisors for help on right. advice with the evangelicals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so he carried a lot of values that yeah. we agree with. And we did see a lot of false media. This guy, yeah. for the four years, Pastor, he was inundated with a bunch of false topics, accusations. But you know what? Forget about, if people could just put conservative media and liberal media and all other media outlets aside. Just mm -hmm. say, look, look at him at for face value what you see on TV. Mm -hmm. You may not like that character, mm -hmm. but the media also puts a spotlight on the bad character. Dude, they do highlight it, man. But let's highlight the things that he did do. The things that you and I agree with that exactly. need to be done. He he was protecting babies. He was one of the most pro mm -hmm. pro life mm -hmm. uh, presidents that we've had in recent history. Which is scripture, and which is scripture, protecting the innocent. Um, so you know, again, you I look at wow. I look usually you look at character first, right? And then it kind of gives you an idea of what values are going to be. Yeah. But no. He's one of the few guys that his character and his values don't really match up. Mm. But I do like his values. That's good. And so, yeah, can you trust him? Yeah, because if you're looking at values, I would say that, yeah, you and I can trust him as far as that. Yeah. Just overlook the character and you say, well, the character is important. Well, mm -hmm. character matters, I agree, mm -hmm. when you're talking in ministry. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking a tough job that he has, I'd rather, I'm more concerned about values. Amen. And this one too, pray about it. Pray. pray exactly and don't pray because you don't like him mm. or don't pray because you do like him mm. you pray and ask god help me to see what i That's need it. to see in the president that you want me to vote for. There it is. Period. There you go. And that's that's how we should be voting as Christians anyway. Exactly. Again, people are turning to Google instead of people uh -huh. to answer these good questions, Pastor. Yeah. And and that's Google doesn't answer these type of things. Exactly. Another one, Pastor, is I'm scared to put my kids into public schools. Why am I scared? And this is a big one. Well, you know, I remember in the early days, uh, the mantras were becoming, they're just becoming war zones. Well, that wasn't true. We had school shootings. We had the Columbine shooting, which yeah. happened in Colorado in, what, 1996, I yeah. believe. Mm -hmm. It was devastating. But you saw the country rally around it. We've seen Christians coming out everywhere, and they literally had a revival on the campus right afterwards. Right. So God did an amazing thing as a result of that. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen another mass shooting on another campus, and I forget what school it was right afterwards. That sure, happened yeah, a couple, sure. about two or three later, years later. Right. Same thing. God right. did an amazing thing on that. I forgot about that. Yeah. And so we'd seen it. But those were the two two that really gripped the nation at the time. Mm -hmm. Now we're hearing it so much that we we really just ignore it. But in reality, when you have parents that have kids, they don't ignore it. They read the headlines, another mass shooting, another kid died at school, another kid got in a fight and beat up by multiple kids. Uh, ki several kids got arrested because they were selling drugs on the campus. It's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, school campuses have become a completely different thing. It's not schools of higher education. Exactly. Not safe. No, it's not safe now. Now it's a place for kids just to try to learn how to stay alive. 
and mm, you scary. know and yeah, it's that's scary. scary that's scary so why do kids not trust the schools well there's a multitudes of reasons mm -hmm. but the biggest reason is that there's nobody there protecting their children and number two mm. the children that need to be protected are having to fight children that are angry and bitter also though so even this the children good. are angry. That's good. And why is that? Well, that goes back to the home life that a lot of them yes, have. Yes, sir. They have, many of them have terrible home lives. Many of them are being abused. So what do they do? It's easier to go to school and hurt other people that, they're, that are their age uh, just so they can identify with the hurt that they're dealing with. Yeah. And so it's, it's a psychological thing. Yeah. It's an emotional thing. It's a very much a spiritual thing. And it's affecting every level within our school system. So yeah, yeah. parents parents don't feel safe with their kids at school campus mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. It's changed everything. Mm -hmm. And so the only way to change that, of course, I don't want to go too deep into that because that wasn't the question, but but the only way to change it is you first start at home. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple, it starts at home. Mm -hmm. So even if your kids have to enter those ugly war zones, mm -hmm. pray over them. I love it. Pray over them. Pray it. over them and give them some word and tell them, that if you need anything, I'm there. Right. Let them know that they're they're going to be protected, and tell them, you know what? Be kind to others anyway. Mm -hmm. Be kind to your teachers. Help them. Yes. But but be and but learn to pray, son. Learn to pray, daughter. Yes. And pray over them before they go. There you go. And teach them the values of living righteous, and God will protect them. Yeah, I love it, Pastor. Or put them in homeschooling or private schools. Yeah, yeah. But there's Those other options. options. There's other alternatives. That's good. Politics. Are not fun anymore. Oh, they're all. Um, I have so much fun. <laughs> I wake up every day. Yay, politics! I know. <laughs> Honestly, politics aren't fun because used to when you voted for candidates, you were voting for people that had very similar values. Mm -hmm. mm. They weren't miles apart. Mm -hmm. Now and yeah, there was always going to be mud slinging at the debates. That's normal. Yeah. And one would just stick with the one value that the other one didn't have. One mm -hmm. was 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 more pro-abortion than the other. And mm -hmm. so they agree on everything else. Right. But that became the one value that they would fight against. You know, fight on. Yes. And then they would talk about foreign policy a little bit. Mm -hmm. Today. You, you, it is so wide. You can have one guy in the same, same party. Yes, sir. Same party. And they all have completely different ideas. Mm -hmm. So it makes it really hard to choose from because a lot of them bring up valid points. Right. And now we don't really know the truth because you're only hearing them give like one minute speeches mm -hmm. when they're debating. Right. And you have 20 guys up there right. and they only have two hours to do it. Right. No, we need to hear them speak for like 20 minutes. Exactly. Um, and so it gets really hard for people to choose candidates. So today, mm -hmm. candidates are usually being chosen not based off values. Mm -hmm. It's based off looks, and it's been proven, wow. unfortunately. And so we're getting people in office that a lot of times uh, are don't really have proven track records, uh, have proven that they are no good maybe in other as a politician in other areas, but yes. they'll still get voted for, yes. and they become president. You yes. know. It's unfortunate mm -hmm. that a lot of times it's faces that are voted for, not values. Mm -hmm. And character like you're talking about. And character, yeah. Something it's like it's that. something different today. And so politics aren't fun. So people just tend to say, you know what, I, I liked what he said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you may, you may have liked the way he said it, but you didn't really agree with what he said, though. Right. And I know a lot of friends. I, I know a lot of my own personal family. Like, for instance, they, they're Democrat. 
even though they don't agree with a lot of democratic yeah. values. That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. To me, you vote values. Right. Uh, especially if you say you're a Christian, mm -hmm. you have to say, okay, who holds the closest to my conservative val my conservative values mm -hmm. that line up closer to the values of the word? Right. And uh, we don't. So, so politics are no fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And the people that usually get deeply involved are always angry. Wow. They want to argue and fuss and fight. And it's like, no, just vote for who you believe is right. Right. But do the best you can. Go yeah. and ask advice from others. And the truth is, yeah, it's no fun. Yeah. That's good, Pastor. And another one, this last one, it's the last one for today. Yeah. Is why is there death? Why is there death? Well, if, if you listen to the scientific gurus, they say that without death, we'd overpopulate the earth. Right, right. But that's not true. Right. Uh, Earth is going to be extremely populated when the Lord bring, comes back during the millennium. Well, how are we going to survive then? Well, there's going to be people that will have made it through the millennium or through the uh, through the tribulation. Mm -hmm. There are going to be people that are going to kind of come back with him to rule and reign forever during uh, for a thousand years. Yes. And then you're going to have people that made it through that tribulation. They're going to have babies and they're going to grow into the millions and billions. Yeah. There's plenty of room. Yeah. Uh, so that's not an issue. Mm -hmm. um, the, the issue is, is can we provide food? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, God's going to restore the earth during right. that time. So right. we'll be able to grow food up in Canada right. that we can't grow here down in, you know, that we can't, that we right. can't grow currently. So that's not an issue. Why is there death? Mm -hmm. Because of the sin of man. That's it. Plain and simple. That's it. Death brought forth, uh, sin brought forth death yes. of any kind. Death in the natural, mm -hmm. death in the spiritual. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. And so the only way to fight death, because the second death is going to be eternity in the lake of fire. So you might die a natural, a natural, you might die naturally. Right. Our physical bodies. Our physical bodies. But that's a death if you go to hell. Well, that's good. That's okay. Good. But then the second death is the lake of fire. Okay. You said death naturally and then supernatural? Is that? Yes. And death. So you die naturally. The body yeah. has to die naturally because yes. of the fact that the aging factors, the earth doesn't complement life. Right. The earth, earth complements death. Right. Okay. Always. Mm. The reason why it complements death is because sin entered it according to scripture. Mm. So, so death is earth only knows how to complement death. And that's why the Lord's going to have to come back and restore the earth because it was meant to be a complement to life wow. and wow. the living. That, you, this is a, that's a deep bomb right is there. That's good. That's why everything on Truth planet bomb. earth. Deep, yeah, Truth exactly. Bomb. And that's why everything on earth ages. And so what, what God's going to have to do is come back and bring his glory with them to restore the earth. And when it does, the earth will promote life instead of death well pastor in closing let's talk about glory for the god's glory for a second yeah. some, that's some good news here oh, my gosh, pastor yeah. you know yeah so yeah the glory look we're we're at a time right now where the lord's really outpouring his spirit and a lot of churches are experiencing it yes and then there's a lot of churches that are not experiencing this and it all is dependent upon what they're willing to do in prayer, and if they're even willing to believe in the work of the Holy Spirit. Right, it's right. always revolves around the Holy Spirit. And wanting more of the and Spirit. And wanting more right. of the Spirit, yes. And so uh, so the glory is falling in many different places all around the uh, the United States and globally, in, uh, from what I hear. Yes. But the glory is God's presence. It's the tangible presence without Him physically being in person, but being present. Because if he's in person, we're dead. 
Yeah, we can't see him face to face. Moses asked for it. Yeah, Moses asked for it, and Moses fell over, and he only saw the hind end, yes. the back end of God. Yes, sir. If he'd have saw the face to face, he would have died. Right, right. And so God has to reveal him his tangible presence. Mm -hmm. In other words, he's here, mm -hmm. but he can't reveal himself face to face because we have, again, our life is connected to a, a state right. of death. Right. So <clears throat> even though we have the life of God in us and we're full of life now, right. and we have life more abundantly, mm -hmm. the flesh is still not completely redeemed. Mm -hmm. That's why it fails. Our spirit man is yeah, completely right. renewed. We have, we're fighting our, our, our flesh all the time, Pastor. All the time. You're trying to keep it from being sick. You're having to pray against sickness and Temptations disease. and stuff. And temptations. Like that. So the, 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 the physical body hasn't been completely redeemed. You won't get that physical redemption until you're in your glorified body. Mm. And that glorified body, once that happens, even your flesh now will be redeemed. So we're redeemed in the spirit. That's why you and I have a connection with the Holy Spirit and he lives in us because our spirit man has been redeemed. And that's why it says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Man, Pastor, if you don't mind uh, mentioning some of that, your experience in the glory, Pastor. You know, there's been times in prayer where the Holy Spirit's come down extremely heavy and I'm just in a different place, so to speak, emotionally and mentally at that yeah. moment. Yeah. And it's because of the spirit. Mm -hmm. But just recently... Um, I've been, you know, because I've been helping at Praise Center Church quite a bit. Well, I've actually seen a, a, a legitimate video mm -hmm. um, that I think all you listeners would love to see. One day I'm going to show it in our church. Um, but they were doing a prayer service because it was the National Day of Prayer. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the ladies in the church that, that I know very well, after, during or just during the end of the service or whatever, anyway, they were praying in the sanctuary and mm -hmm. she had her, uh, her little iPhone. Mm -hmm. And she started filming, videotaping it, yeah. and literally you could see literally like a fog in the sanctuary. Wow. And it was tangibly the presence of God. And so she she turned it off mm. and then turned it back on and shot from the same spot, and it was gone. Wow. Well, just recently, I was at the church because I go down there, you know, twice a week, yes. uh, two days a week to serve. <clears throat> and while I was there... A buddy that's helping me, um, Ray Morales, by the way, he's a good buddy of mine. A little shout out to a good friend of mine, and he uh, he ends up he's uh, uh, helping me, and we're talking about the Lord. Well, I just walked back in, mm -hmm. and we're sitting there talking, and he's standing up against the doors that enter into the sanctuary, and they're open. Yeah. And you can't see into the sanctuary because it's dark in there, but it's light in the foyer where we were standing. Where we're talking about a couple of things, and it was talking about the Lord, and he was mm -hmm. sharing some things. Well, while he's sharing, I keep seeing this heavy, like, mist, mm -hmm. fog. And I thought it was my eyes. And yeah. I thought I was getting a glare on my eyes somehow. Yeah. And I was so I kept moving, but I, no matter what, what direction I moved, it was still there. Right. I kept moving a little closer. I right. kept moving side to side. Nothing changed. And I'm like, what is that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, what is, is there dust in here? I thought, well, maybe it's dust, but I'm like, no, usually you can see the dust particles when they're floating in the light. Yeah. And I didn't see no dust particles, but it looked kind of like dust right. or a haze. I'm like, what is going on? Well, while he's sitting there talking to me, when I'm watching this, mm -hmm. I'm watching this all around him and coming out of the sanctuary. Right. He looks up at me and he says, ooh, mm -hmm. I've got goosebumps all, right. all over me 
And I told him, I said, buddy, I can see it all around. I can see it with my eyes. Well, he didn't know what I meant. So I kind of hesitated again because I'm like, man, maybe I am just seeing things because he didn't see it, but he felt it. I could see it, but I didn't feel it. And so we walked into another room. We walked back about two, three minutes later. And I decided I'm going to stand in the same exact spot because I just really thought I was seeing things. And I could not see it again. Wow. And so I, the Lord really helped me understand that that's the tangible presence of God's glory as it comes out like a mist or a fog or whatever. And this is what they would typically see in the Old Testament during the Arks of the Covenant and yes. in, in the temples of God, correct? Yes. And sometimes it comes out as smoke. Uh, we see that also with Solomon in in Second Chronicles chapter mm-hmm. 7. Mm-hmm. It was coming out of the temple like a smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You, what we'll see is God's tangible presence in these last days, and it's mm. going to be different as right. we grow closer. Right. It's going to come in more forms. It's not going to be just a, a, a fog or a mist right. or a smoke. Wow. It's going to be other. I think we're going to literally see Jesus face to face. It's going to be the Holy Spirit revealing His face to us, because we can only see Jesus face to face simply because we're redeemed, mm. and people see yeah. Jesus many a times when 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 the presence of God is moving. So mm. we're going to see him face to face, and it's going to be the Holy Spirit revealing the nature of Christ is what it's going to be. Mm. So we're going to see more. It's not just coming healings. Mm. It's not going to be just speaking in tongues. It's not going to be just prophecy. Yeah. It's going to be also also in the wind. You're going to feel the wind. Mm. We're going to start feeling the wind. There's going to be days we're going to be in the sanctuary, mm. And you're going to see people's hair blowing around because it's literally going to be a wind. We're going to see angels and people will say, oh, I don't know about all that. Well, mm-hmm. that's fine. They did in the early church mm-hmm. in that early days. Yeah. You're not going to find this in Google, by the way. No, you're not going to find this in Google because Google doesn't have a connection to the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so only people do. Pastor, I can sit here all day and just listen to you. This is is so good. I really do feel the Spirit of God. I know, audience, you're feeling the Spirit of God. The moment that Pastor Paul said, you're going to see the face of Jesus. You're talking our Lord and Savior, Pastor. Amazing. I mean, how can your eyes stay dry in something like that when that that happens? It won't. It's either going to save you or it's going to bring you to Mm. tears and put you on your knees. There's going to be people that are going to fall over. Literally, they're going to fall over the moment they hit the door. Because the spirit of the living God is going to be so heavy before they enter those places. And here's what the church needs. I know we've kind of got a little bit off track, but this is so good. People have got to understand that God doesn't show up mm-hmm. where he's not called on. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. I'm not saying prayed to. I'm saying called on. Mm-hmm. And the church doesn't know how to call on God anymore. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, it says if my people who are called by my name would, you know, uh, repent and turn from their wicked yeah, ways. themselves and repent. Yeah, you got to call on God. That was yeah. a calling on God. Yeah. God, we're calling to you. Yeah. And so what happens is, is God responds. He'll show up through at the front doors of your church, and people will drive up and see angels. They may look like regular men, but they're going to be big. Yeah. Um, people are going to walk in, and before church services even start, they're going to fall over on their face in the foyers. Wow. Uh, these are the things that are going to start transpiring as we get closer to the Lord's return. Yeah. And churches are going to experience the glory of God in ways that they've never experienced. And mm. even the unsaved yeah. mm. is going to walk in and know instantly that that, that it's the Lord. Wow. Um, and so God's going to do a salvation mm-hmm. 
process that we've never seen. Your witnessing isn't even going to be that great. Wow. And how do we know this? You go to Acts chapter 2, verse mm. 40, 42, I believe. Yeah. And it says, And the Lord added to the church those daily who were yeah. being saved. Yeah. That means the Lord was saving them. Do you realize that we haven't seen that? Mm. Yeah, the Lord touches the heart when you and I witness. But people think when they read that, it yeah. was a bunch of people out witnessing. Mm-hmm. No, they were out witnessing. But a lot of the salvations that were occurring was when the Lord was touching them. Yeah. And some of those people never got talked to. Many of them did not get talked to. It's just like the upper room. Nobody there was being told about Jesus. They were just praying Mm -hmm. and boom, God showed up and they got saved that day. So salvation is going to come and people are going to get saved in their homes because the Holy Spirit will literally manifest in you, even in our town, in our communities around our churches. Mm -hmm. It's going to go beyond the churches and it's going to be heavy and it's going to be unlike anything we see. So the churches will grow supernaturally. Mm -hmm. They won't grow with gimmicks. And usually in a case like that, you'll have to have church services three to four times a week or prayer services and stuff. My goodness, Pastor. I mean, again, we can go on. This is, this is. Yeah. And I'm talking about what I see prophetically. This is prophetic. Yes, sir. And what I see in the future, what God's going to do just before he returns. And we're going to see these things, but it's going to be a a culmination. It's going to be a progression. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now we're in the outpouring. So we're getting touches of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, And your young men and your, your daughter, your young men and daughters will have visions and old men will have dreams. Old men will have dreams. So when these things start happening on a, on a high level, yeah. you, your your next level is revival, and then that's when new things happen. Pastor, I feel annoying on you. Would yeah. you would you mind closing out in prayer th- yes. today? Yes, let's do that because I think that's extremely important that people get a touch from this. Yes, I this totally is, agree. This is powerful. Amen. It is so powerful, Lord. We could never say enough about how good you are. Mm-hmm. Because Lord, we fell miserably when we come to the when we've come to the cross, but we go to the cross so that you might lift us back up. It's because of your goodness and your mercy, your loving kindness, according to the Old Testament. It was your loving kindness and your mercy that you would show upon your people that would lift them back up. Today, Lord, we have your loving kindness and your mercy continually. And each and every day it's meant to be renewed. So I pray that your loving kindness and your mercy be renewed today in our lives. And each and every day of our life that we might experience literally Mm -hmm. the move and the touch of God in in ways that our brain and our mind and our mouths have never experienced that we've not felt yet Mm -hmm. because Lord we're preparing ourselves Lord to be a church without spot or blemish we're preparing ourselves for the move and presence of God I pray that Lord that our hearts are hungry and that we would learn to call out and Mm -hmm. say God Mm, we need you more than we need life and breath we need you above and beyond food even our own needs and our own wants we need you And I pray, God, that there would be such a hunger for more of God, that, Lord, that we would call out when we're sleeping, that, God, it would just come out of our mouths while we're sleeping, that, Lord, I know what it's like to pray even when I'm asleep. And I pray that, God, this supernatural flow of God would happen when we're sleeping and when we're awake, when we're in a board meeting, when, Lord, we're fishing. I don't care where we're at doing whatever we're doing. Lord, we can be in constant state of communion with you it's called the continual communion and relationship yes. 
And Lord, help us to understand this. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray that we would know what it means to hear the heartbeat of God, to touch and feel the breath of God, to know the truth of God's word through great revelations. And Lord, that is what your church was built yes. on. And Lord, that is what we will go forward yes, with. We will. And we'll take it outside our four walls yes, so that will. others will experience yes, the goodness and the mercy of a living and a yes. loving God. In Jesus' name, Lord, yes. touch these listeners. Touch them with a heart and a hunger yes. to go dig a little deeper. In Jesus' mighty name. Mm. Amen. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. And listener, you know as well as I do, Google got nothing on that. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Listener, if you if you enjoy this podcast in its entirety, please share it. Yes. I'm telling you, share it, like it, love it. We love you. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.